going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Six Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Zach the Bandit Burke. And Noel Cam, the Turf King Charlton, this week. The man has got a busy schedule. Golf season's coming to an end, so he's grinding it out. Heading down to Toronto today at, for the first game of the Blue Jays, uh, Toronto Blue Jays and Seattle Mariners. Uh, game one of the wildcard series. So that'll be fun. So no Turf King today. So you're riding with the bandit alone. Um, Cam and I went 50, about 50% last week for picks. Cam did a little better than I did. He was around somewhere like 60, 65%. Um, yeah, so obviously missed last week. No recap. We did do our picks still, so we will have uh, we have those recorded. But I did want to get to this week's picks. Uh, unfortunately, uh, where, do, where should I start? I mean, I think I'm going to start. I mean, we're not going to recap last week. Obviously, the whole two thing happened, so that was no fun. Um Amazon Prime needs to refund everybody something for how many times they showed two as exorcist uh, fingers, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I briefly just want to talk about whatever was on TV for Thursday Night Football this week. Cam and I were both on the Broncos uh, minus the three points, I believe it was, is what we had the line close at. And uh, whatever it was, we were on the Broncos to win and not a single touchdown scored yesterday. Colts win 12-9 in, in overtime. Uh, man, the sports world just went wild for that game, man. Russ can't isn't cooking. Russ can't do anything. I mean, he had Hamler wide open in the last play and just completely looked him off. I, I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson, man, but there's no way, you know, the people who, who recently bought the Broncos could be thrilled about that. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett probably should have got fired well, definitely should get fired after that game, but probably should have been fired earlier. I don't know how this guy is Chavez head coach in the NFL right now. He's just looked absolutely terrible through five weeks. Uh, my candidate for <laughs> first coach fired, because how can you not be? Um, but yeah, just an awful performance. I mean, I watched like five, ten minutes of that game and I just turned it off because it was it was just just the worst display. And you can't even say like, oh, like what a great defensive football game. Because I know there's people that's on that side. It just like Matt Ryan couldn't do anything. The one play, you know, he's got pressure coming. He just throws it away off his back foot. But I thought he broke a hip falling to the ground. Just not the best look for, for the NFL on primetime Thursday night there. And next week's even more exciting because we get the commanders and the Bears. And who would have thought that uh, that game – by default, it has to be more exciting because it, it can't, it could not get any more boring than it was last night. Uh, and that's just a fact. <laughs> so it is uh, what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's three or four hours of your life that you're never going to get back. Oh, and Naheem Hines, hot waiver wire pickup guy, smartly dropped by, by me prior to the game because I knew it was going to be trouble. <laughs> but guy gets just his shit kicked in the first or second play of the game and got pulled out of the game for concussion issues because Tua said it has changed everything in the, in the NFL as of a couple of weeks ago. But we are going to dive into the National Football League, our picks, the over six picks for week five. Every pick, as always, against the spread. I uh, couldn't let it go a couple weeks without us getting it actually out there up on Spotify, Google, whatever you want to listen to us on. 
Uh, so I will let you know what Cam's picks are going to be. And I will give you my picks briefly, just a short little short little episode this week. So that's uh, that's where we're at. Always open to feedback. We were my record has not been not been good this year. So it's a bounce back week. So as I said, we both were on the Broncos for last night's game. So we're already starting the, the week 0 and 1. So that's a great start. Uh first game that we have on the schedule uh is yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting one. And it's going down in London, England. It's the New York Giants facing the Green Bay Packers at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I love London games. I think it's always fun to, uh, maybe not for, you know, maybe not for the players, but I always find it fun to wake up on Sunday morning, make a little brekkie, little Caesar, head on down and uh, get the game. The game started at 9.30, roll it right into the 1 o'clock. Really nothing, uh, nothing better. Nothing better than sports this weekend, by the way. I mean, you have the MLB playoffs kicking off. Then you've got football. Well, if you follow college ball, you got college ball on Saturday. You've got NFL Sunday, NFL Monday. You've got, and then you follow it up with more baseball Tuesday. The NHL is back Tuesday. It's just going to be this one of the greatest times of the year for sports. Um, my lean for the Giants Packers game. I so the spread on this game currently sitting at seven and a half. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I have to take the giants plus the points here. I haven't seen now. The only caveat to this is, is that Daniel Jones is questionable to play with an ankle injury. I mean, the guy ran in two touchdowns and that was too much, you know, for him the week before. Um, I mean, the giants have played, you know, good fundamental football. Saquon Barkley has been an absolute stud. Um, and their defense has been impressive and I haven't seen a whole lot from the Packers to really inspire confidence in, in, really too, too many facets. I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has looked particularly good. Um, you know, I don't think their defense has looked particularly good. And, you know, although we're talking about the New York Giants and, and London games, I mean, on neutral ground, seven and a half points over touchdowns, just a lot of points for a team that under Brian Dable have been very competent this year. So I like the uh, I like the Giants plus seven and a half. Cam is also on the Giants plus seven and a half. Uh, then we kick off the 1 p.m. slate and we're going to go all the way down to New England and we have the league leading offense Detroit Lions facing off against the Billy Zabka Patriots. I know that's not the quarterback's name, but whatever it works. Uh, both teams, one and three heading into New England. Um, New England is three point favorites in this game. Uh, which really, you know, kind of home field advantage plus a point here. So, I mean, again, for me, um, you know, looking at this game, I mean, again, I, I am not I, since the start of the year, I have not been a massive uh, Patriots fan. I don't think I mean, as I said, Devontae Parker is their best is their best weapon. Um, I mean, Stevenson and, and Damian Harris from a fantasy perspective should have a great uh you know, they should have a great game because, I mean, the, the Lions defense is ranked 31st in the NFL, so not the, not the best. Um, but they're also facing off against the number one offense. And and I don't think DeAndre Swift is going to play in this game, uh, which is fine because, you know, for some reason, Goff has looked decent this year and they have enough weapons that they can actually – I mean, look at their, their first league in points. And there's nothing that the the – there's nothing that the Patriots have done this year again on defense that 
you know, even against the the Dolphins or whoever, like they, they, I'm so low on the Patriots this year. I can't, I just, I just can't justify uh, them minus three versus arguably so far through four weeks, the best offense uh, in the NFL. So I'm going to take the Lions plus three and Cam also is on the Lions plus three. Moving to the next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against the three and one Buffalo Bills. And the Bills are 14 point favorites at home uh, versus a Steelers team who made a QB change last week, moving from Mitch Trubisky to Kenny Pickett. Um, I mean, f- the, the, the for, this is the first time, by the way, I think in, I forget how many years that the Steelers have been a dog by 14 points. Like it's ridiculous. It never happens. Um, to, to me, 14 points seems like a lot. I, I mean, the bills have shown that they can cover pretty much any spread that they need to. Uh, but I mean, you are, you know, the bills are dealing with s- some injuries and, and, you know, I, I think, under under Pickett, maybe these guys get a little more ins- inspired on the Steelers side. I mean, being a fourteen point dog is ridiculous. Um, very 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 few times. I mean, if you look at last year, I took some some big spreads and they just they just got chopped away quick. And I mean, even if if they win by ten points, I mean, whatever, it's still it's still close. But this just screams backdoor cover to me. You know, the Bills up twenty one points uh, or, you know, something like 17 points and, and the Steelers score a late touchdown to, and, and miss the extra point or miss the two point conversion to, to cover. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers plus 14 and cam the turf King Charlton is also on the Steelers plus 14. I'm making my picks and going back to his list, by the way, just so everybody knows so that, you know, we're not just piggybacking off of each other here. Um, next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay laying eight and a half points. Uh, I, as gross as it is to say, I know the Falcons lost Carter L. Patterson. Um, so they're not, you know, he's obviously not going to be part of the picture. I mean, I just don't see how you can't take the Falcons to cover here. I mean, these guys have been good. I've been covering machines this year. I mean, what do they say? Great, te- good teams win. Great teams cover. And that's exactly what the Falcons have done this year. Um, and you know they're covering against all different shapes and sizes of teams. Uh, meanwhile, you look at a team like the Bucks, who you know they've not covered or they've covered what two out of three games, two out of four games. I'm going to take the team that covers all the time. I get that uh, the Bucks are at home and their defense is probably going to shut the. Run game, run game down, but maybe you get a Kyle Pitts game. Maybe something crazy happens, and the Falcons actually might win the division. Uh, eight and a half, just too much for me. So I'm going to take the Falcons plus eight and a half. And Cam is all over the Bucks. He's taking the Bucks minus eight and a half. So we are on opposite sides on that one. Moving into our next game. Sorry, give me a second here. We have another great barn burner. So what we got, it's all, shoot, my schedule went away. Give me a second here. It's a lot easier when Cam reads this off for me, you know. We have the Seahawks heading down to New Orleans to face off against the Saints. Seahawks 2-2, two and two, Saints 1-3 and three going into week five. We have the Saints as favorites in this game. Uh, and they the line's at eight and a half. 
uh, way too many points for me. Um, the Seahawks under Geno Smith have have been more than capable of moving the ball to the to my shock. Um, they've been extremely impressive. Uh, I mean, as I said, they you know this, I mean they're two and two. They've won games that needed to win. Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett have looked great this year. They're using a, a wide variety of uh, tight ends, and I think that overall, um, I mean, Geno Smith is one of the top rated quarterbacks this year. So, you know, the Saints. They're, they're, they're going to have a couple key pieces out. Michael Thomas ruled out today. Um, you know, is Alvin Kamara going to play? So offensively, I think they're really, they're really hurting. Um, way, way, way too many points. Give me the Seahawks uh, plus the points all day. Next on the list, we have Cam's Houston Texans, his favorite team in the entire world, taking on my Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags two and two, Texans 0-3 and one, no wins, one tie, and the Jags are favored by seven points. Uh, I am all over the Jags in this game. Uh, again, I think seven points is a lot. I do think there's a chance that the Texans cover, um, but you know the the Jags had a great opportunity last week versus the Philadelphia Eagles to really, you know, they're up fourteen nothing. They had a chance to put their foot on the throat, didn't do it. I think there's a good chance that they take a revenge game. And the Texans have just not been very good this year. They do, they really haven't. Under Davis Mills, they've been, you know, they've obviously they haven't won a game. Um, Scoring-wise, they've been mediocre. Definitely, you know, I think Cam was expecting more from them. I get seven points is a lot. I'm taking the Jags here, minus seven. Uh, Cam is taking the Texans plus seven. And that's not shocking to me at all because uh, Cam loves the Texans. But, I mean, I can't be the same on every single pick. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans. And the Tennessee Titans are playing the Washington Commanders. Two and two Titans playing the one and three Commanders in Washington. And the road team is the favorite by two and a half points. And I, it probably should be more than two and a half points to be perfectly honest um this game just smells like a stinker for whatever reason i mean the titans have been have shown flashes where they've been awful ryan Tanhill not completing passes getting pulled from games already this year um but that being said i mean yeah washington under carson once haven't shown anything titans def- uh, defense has been respectable this year they'll be able to uh, to turn over carson Wentz, who arguably is the worst quarterback in football right now and you're going to give me two and a half points i get it's on the road Derek Henry slated for a big game here. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. Uh, Cam is also on the Titans minus two and a half. Uh, Moving into another 1 p.m. game, we have the Chicago Bears against the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings at home, and they're favored by seven points. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings minus the seven points here. Uh, I just don't think... I don't know how the Bears are going to score points. I mean, Justin Fields has been absolutely terrible this year. He's great for first touchdown bets, and that's about it because he can't. He, he can't. They cannot complete passes. Um, you know, they have they have some injuries on offense as well. It's not a prime time game, so Kirk's going to have a have a decent game. And this is a game where I think you see Justin Jefferson put up some points. Hopefully, be able to create some separation um, on you know so that Kirk can actually hit him. 
Uh, Madison will have a good game. I'm all over the Vikings here. Uh, as is Cam, and Cam's also on the Vikings. Minus seven. Cam and I are pretty much the same. So maybe this is good. Maybe this is bad. Next game, we have the LA Chargers heading down to Cleveland, the dog pound. The Browns are dogs. Of course they are. It's the dog pound. Chargers are favored by two and a half. I think that's what it is. Sorry, just give me one second. Nope, sorry, three and a half. Uh, Yeah, I'm on the Chargers minus three and a half here. Um, You know, I I think the Chargers have just really been – I mean, they've been super disappointing here this year thus far. I mean, you again, you look at their record, two and two, not good enough. You know, I, I just I just think this is a great get right spot for the Chargers to basically say, hey, you know, this is <laughs> we're, we're we're a lot better than than we went, we've played this year. And, and we're going to and we're going to just pump you down. I think Herbs has a big game. Um, you know, the one thing that I look at this game, too, is, you know, <laughs> Running the ball, can you know? Can the Chargers really slow down? You know, uh, Nick Chubb. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the case, but I do know that. Uh, and unfortunately, Keenan Allen's still out, which is no good. But I, I still like the Chargers here, minus three and a half. I think they're gonna get the job done. Um, we'll, we'll just see. I. I mean, this is going to be, in my opinion, I think it's a it's a close game. Uh, merely for the fact that if it does become a, run, a running game where it's Eckler versus Chubb, then you know, the clock's going to slow. So, you know, from a total perspective, total's 47 and a half, you know, it's, it's either a good spot to take the under. Um, but if it, you know, if it's a throwing game, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely on the chargers in that one. Cam is all over the Browns plus three and a half. There you go. Next game, last game of the 1 PM, 1 PM slate on Sunday. It's your Miami Dolphins. When I say your, I mean mine and, Cams, Miami Dolphins heading down to New York to play the New York Jets. Uh, Miami three point favorites on the road, and rightfully so. Um, you know, having not have, I mean, if two was was there, I think the total would probably be, or the line would probably be somewhere in the six and a half range. Uh, is two over three points? Yep, for sure. Um, so three and a half points, whatever. Absolutely. You know, it, Teddy Bridgewater is getting paid six million dollars a year, whatever five and a half million dollars a, a year to be uh, a backup. I thought he looked okay um, filling in for two last week. The, the one thing that I didn't like last week was is that a lot of the plays that they had ran that McDaniel ran, which I thought kind of showed a bit of a, you know as him as a bit of a rookie head coach, is he didn't adjust for the fact that. Um, I almost said Jacoby Brissett. That's so disrespectful. Teddy Bridgewater is a righty. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, he's rolling out to the left as a righty. That's an easy play for Tua to that's an easy play for Tua to make as a lefty. Throw, you know, either throw down the sidelines or throw across his body. It's a lot tougher for for a righty to make those plays. So I think McDaniel will adjust this week. Um, and I think that Teddy will have a decent game. Obviously, if Tyreek or anybody like that, I thought Waddle was questionable, Tyreek was questionable. I think they'll all be playing. Um, I think it'll be no problem for Miami to win this by a touchdown. Love the money line. Uh, great opportunity here uh, to make some money. Uh, Cam is also on the Dolphins minus three, probably for all the points that I made as well. Uh, 4 p.m. slate. One game down because we've got a month, we got the Sunday morning one, but we have the 49ers who just dusted off the Rams last week. Ooh, that was a spicy one. 
Rams just looked absolutely terrible. Taking on the one and three Carolina Panthers at home. And man, have the Panthers had a really bad start to the year. And I cannot ride with them this week either. I mean, I'm taking the I'm taking the 49ers on the road. Uh minus the uh six, sorry, one sec. Minus the yeah, six and a half points. I will take that all day. Uh the cats have just have just not looked good. I mean, Baker, I mean, we're, we're back to arguing if they need to play Sam Darnold or, or, uh, or Baker Mayfield. And that's just not a conversation you want to be having. Another one of those teams where you've looked and said, you know, they upgraded at QB just like the Broncos. And it just hasn't panned out this year until I start to see some life for the Panthers. And I was all over them early until I start to see some light for the pan or some uh, life for the Panthers. I cannot in good faith, um, you know, pick them to cover, do anything like that. So give me the Niners minus six and a half. Uh, Cam is also on the Niners minus six and a half. Next game on the slate, we have the Dallas Cowboys going down to LA to face the uh, defending Super Bowl champs two and two. They are to start the season and LA is favored by five points. Um, you know, I I like LA in this spot to me personally. Um, I mean, the, the big problem that they've had this year is, is you know, I think Matt Matt Stafford has really not looked too good and their defense hasn't looked that great either. I mean, they just got sliced up and diced up by um by the Niners and Debo Samuel. So, you know, conventional wisdom says, you know, Cooper Rush has looked okay, Nor Brown. Um, you know, Pollard should definitely slice and dice him. I think that the the Rams maybe clamp down a little bit more, play a more disciplined, um, a little bit more disciplined of a game and try to shut it down the best they can because they they did not <laughs> you basically got embarrassed on Monday night on national television. So I know they're only on six days rest, but I think it's a great again, another get right spot for LA at home to get the job done. So I'll take them minus the five points. Uh Cam is on the Cowboys plus five. Final game in the 4 p.m. slate, we have the NFL leading 4-0 Philadelphia Eagles going down to take on the Redbirds in the Arizona Cardinals. Philly favored by five and a half points. Um, I mean, again, until they until they show me otherwise, you 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 have to go with the Eagles. Um, Kyler Murray has been bad and good this year. Now, is it his defense? In his defense, does he have all his receivers? I mean, Kirk's been well. Kirk's not there. He's playing for Jaguars. Never mind. Hopkins hasn't. Hopkins has been suspended. You know, the Cardinals receivers that they do have. You know, are they are they top tier? Well, they're okay. But has Kyler been you know MVP material? Kyler, no. Has their defense been MVP or whatever DPOI? Is there anybody on that team that can do any of that? Not really. Have the Eagles looked amazing as Jalen Hurts looked really good. Yes. Are the Eagles going to run the ball? Myers Sanders all game and slow the game down. Yes. Are the Eagles going to win this game by five and a half points? Yes, they will. Cameron Charlton is also on the Eagles. There you go. Minus five and a half Sunday night football. We have a great game coming up with the Cincinnati Bengals heading down to Baltimore, heading up, heading down, wherever it is, heading to, uh the baltimore ravens ravens favored by three and a half points sorry three points not three and a half three points uh give me the ravens on sunday night football they have only 
not been leading a football game by 14 seconds and they're two and two. Uh, these guys are due. I did not like how the Bengals looked last week versus Miami. I think if two is stayed in that game, Miami wins that game handily. Um, watching that game with Miami versus the Bengals. I mean, the one thing I noticed is, is really they just were trying for these bomb plays down to chase um, or they just did that middle uh, middle field check down. And I think the Ravens defense is good enough to, to get rid of all that stuff. And their offense is just definitely more potent. I don't think that the Bengals defense will be able to, to handle um, Lamar's legs. And then, you know, with, with the, with the receiving quarter that they have, uh, I mean, you have multiple, multiple ways of doing it. Lamar Jackson's on an MVP caliber season, shocking to no one. Um, give me the Ravens minus three for that one. And Cameron is also on the Ravens minus three. A lot of chalk to, for this one, Cameron. Monday night football, final game of the week. Uh, we have a beauty with the Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. And when I say beauty, I mean beauty if you have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on fantasy, which I do. Um, the Ravens have looked ex- Ravens. Raiders have looked extremely disjointed this year. The Devontae Adams uh, move down to LA does not seem to be panning out as well as they as well as they had hoped. Um, the line of this game, by the way, is seven points. Chiefs, fa- Chiefs favorite at home, minus seven. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's primetime games. I mean, Mahomes seemingly always plays really well on primetime. Uh, Derek Carr does not. Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. I have never been a big Derek Carr guy. And they their offense just is – there's something going on there that I just don't know. And let me tell you is if you have a disjoint team and you're playing a team like – the chiefs on the road and it's on prime time. You're in big, big trouble. Uh, giving the chiefs minus the seven points. Um, cam is also on the chiefs minus seven. I think there's only three or four that cam and I are separate this week, which is good because that means I'm on the right page here. Cause he's been killing it this year. Um, locks of the week. Uh, we're going to do two again, I think. So I'll let Cam go first. Uh, the first one from Cam is the Dolphins minus three. Uh, I like that lock versus the Jets. And his second is the Cowboys plus five. To me, that's a bold one. Uh, but we're we're going to find out, I suppose. Uh, my lock of the week, number one, is going to be the Seattle Seahawks plus the eight and a half points. Uh, to me, that's just an absolute no-brainer. I You know, they may lose this game by a field goal, uh, but I don't see it being, I do not see them uh, losing by nine or more points. It just like, I mean, unless Geno Smith has an absolute meltdown, I don't see it happening. So yeah, give me Seattle plus eight and a half is lock number one. And then uh, lock number two. That is, that's the tougher one. I didn't, I should have probably thought about this before to be perfectly honest. Um, You know what? Give me the, give me the Detroit lions uh, plus the three points versus uh, versus the Patriots. I think they win this game on the money line. Actually, actually um, I, I, again, I'm just so low on the Patriots. I just don't think that they're going to, to get the job done. So Lions plus the three, lock number two, and Seahawks plus eight and a half, lock number one. Uh, Cam and I will be back next week to break it all down from this week back to our normal programming. Um, Just getting ready to watch the Blue Jays take on the Seattle Mariners in about 20 minutes or so. 
Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Over Six Sports, at Zach Burke Over Six, and at C Charlton Turf. Again, sorry for the delay in programming. No chat that chat this week, but if you're here for the fix, I'm here for you. For the Over Six Sports Podcast, I'm Zach Burke, and with me almost always is Cam the Turf King Charlton. Thanks for listening to Over Six Sports. We'll chat with you next week.